Welcome to Family Features, a podcast for anyone who wants to experience healthy relationships within their family. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I'm honored to come alongside you to encourage, educate, and equip you as we focus on the different relationships that make us family. Let's get started and focus on today's feature. Hey there, this is Dr. Corey Obert with the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle and the Warrior Marriage Podcast, and I'd love to actually have you join our free Facebook group, which is at facebook.com slash group slash the healthy marriage. Today, I'm going to talk about some questions that have come up um, from members that have joined that group recently, Um, and I would love to hear from you as well as we actually address healthy marriages and healthy, strong families. Um, So this question's actually kind of two parts. says, I struggle as a leader. I'm naturally a follower. And then my oldest is four, so I don't have any questions about gender, sexuality. And so let me lay out a few things. First, it's okay to be a naturally a follower. And what do you do with that? Am, am I not, this is a husband, so am I not the leader of my home? What does that look like? Well, here's where it falls to pieces. Oftentimes we have this picture of the husband as this almost obnoxious leader and the wife is this submissive wife. That model I don't think is a biblical picture because it eliminates most of the women I know who actually have brains and um, are passionate and driven and callings. What do you do with that? I think a lot of that's uh, a dangerous picture. This is about a husband and wife coming together and knowing that who we are as a couple, we have different gifting, different strengths, but we also have different roles. And what does that look like? So being a man who's more passive and much more of a, a follower, it means that you might need to step up a little bit but it doesn't mean you necessarily, you, well, you don't change your personality, um, but you've partnered with this person and she needs you. She needs you to lead at times. Are you going to all the time? Maybe not, but she really needs you to be a person of strength. doesn't mean a person of volume or even anger. That's a scary one. Um, but she needs you to be strong. She needs you to be steady. And so you can be a follower by default, but I think as a man, you actually need to be someone who is dependable. And so that plays out. Wife, same thing. Who she is isn't where you're supposed to not be strong leader. You need to be passive. That's not true either. You need to actually know how to steward that personality parts of you, where you could be this incredible CEO at a, at a company or a leader in, in your job as, as a uh, lady that comes home and who you are at home is a different role. And is that a beautiful thing? And it doesn't mean you come home and you're quiet. Again, all this gets really messy really fast because a lot of the constructs that we have of what we think or what we've been told or the way we interpreted what's healthy. That you as a husband and you as a wife have roles. What are you going to do with those roles? Um, It's negotiated. It's talked about. um, And then in the end, it's lived out. So a husband, yes, you need to be the leader. But here's the really, really big twist. You're the the spiritual leader. You're the head of the house. We have these terms we've thrown out in Christendom. What does that mean? Again, it doesn't mean that you're the final say person. I think it really absolutely means that husbands, you're responsible for your wife and kids at judgment day. That should really weigh heavy on you, that you are responsible for them and, and their faith and their faith journey at the cross, at judgment day. That should, again, weigh on you. So what are you going to do to be intentional at encouraging your wife to grow and encouraging your children to grow? That's hard when you work full time and you're busy and um, involved in in too many things. Um, 
but okay, I'm a passive follower. Maybe I need to step up a little bit, but is it step up to this? Now I take on huge leadership um, responsibilities? No, um, but I need to actually probably think about that. What does it mean to be the leader of my home as a quiet, kind of meek person, person and personality? That, that's an important one. Wives as well. So if you're someone who's this really strong personality, what does it mean to be the best wife I can be? Well, here's how you figure that out. You have two and they come together and there's nuances to that mix or that combination. How is she an asset to make him a better man and a better um, husband and a better father? And how is he a better a person that makes her a better woman, a better mom, a better wife? And you're working together. You, their winning is your winning. There is no, I won, you lost. You both lost in every argument, in every situation. So that's the the mix of that, which is really really important. But then the the rest of this question was, and my four year old's too young. No, your four year old is at the perfect age to talk about gender and sexuality from a biblical worldview. I wrote a book called I Can't Say That: Going Beyond the Talk. Um, you can order it at ICan'tSayThat.com or on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all those places. But it is aimed at parents. There's a workbook as well to walk through a biblical sexual ethic of what you believe so that you can teach your kids from ages one and up. We err on the side of too late, and then we wonder why our kids are struggling. The world has plenty to tell um, your kids about gender and sexuality. Your schools have plenty to tell your kids their friends who are living on TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook and everything else have plenty to tell and teach your kids. Catch it earlier. Don't let it get caught, you caught later having a conversation that your kids are kind of scoffing at because they learned a different one in your old school, dad or mom. Um, be on the front end and teach them healthy gender, healthy sexuality, boundaries, that they're not to be judges of others, but to know what's healthy and what's not and to be careful with their hearts and guard their bodies and be respectful of that. Um, there's a lot of dangerous tools out there and what's happening with kids and TikTok and kids with Snapchat is terrifying personally. Um, would not let you let your kids have those. Um, I've sat down with one of my kids and just kind of scrolled through TikTok to show, show him at age 11 what that's like and it's scary. It's like girl, 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 just quickly scroll by, forget it, this is ridiculous. It makes me sad for every single one of those girls. Funny video, ha ha ha, girl, girl, girl. This isn't okay. Um, and we need to, I say we need to kind of come at that because this is a, the, the problem here is families. The problem there is a lack of caring from parents and supervision because we think our kids should be allowed to do whatever they want. And we give them these devices to do whatever we want, which is really scary. Um, but helping your children actually grow it starts at age birth to five. That's the critical them um, kind of growing through learning the energy of your home. Six and on is the culture of your home. What scares me is most parents have the talk at 12, 13, 14, which is, which is too late. So it's going way beyond the talk. Check out my book at ICan'tSayThat.com. You get the book, workbook, and audiobook. I've just finished my next one, which is for teenagers to hand to your teen or preteen. So about nine and up. Um, it's in the editing process right now and will be available soon. I'm so excited about it. The other question here, though, was from the same person. I need help gaining a healthy view of sex. I've struggled with porn for 14 years. This is the husband speaking. 
Now think about that. There's multiple pieces. I'm passive. I'm a follower. I struggle with porn, have been forever, and I need healthy view of sex, and I don't want to talk to my four-year-old. That's huge. Because, dude, you need to man up. Sorry to say it that way. But you need to be the man God called you to be. And that doesn't mean change your personality. I promise that's not what I'm saying. But it means you need to deal with the porn stuff. That's not healthy. That's not okay. You need to learn a biblical view of sexuality, which is books like the one I wrote or many others from Doug Rosenau, um, Kevin Lehman, Sheet Music, looking at things like that. Uh, again, Celebration of Sex from Doug Rosenau. Great resources out there. Build a biblical sexual ethic for yourself that then makes you look at porn and go, that's disgusting. I don't want anything to do with that. And then teach your children young. In our home, we talk about sexuality, gender, and porn every single day. Why? This is the world we live in. And I want to make sure they are prepared early so that when they're confronted with something outside of our house or even on TV and movies, that actually it's, it's talked about. It's not that big a deal. And we manage some of their overreactions too. And we protect their hearts so they can make wise decisions. So this is a really important one. I want to just kind of spend this time on this one um, because I hope it actually encourages you to be intentional about teaching your children about sexuality and gender from a biblical worldview, but also your self-learning, which is why I wrote a book to parents to help them learn their ethos, their belief system. Moms and dads, you're teaching your kids whether you're doing it intentionally or not. Your kids are learning about what it means to be a husband or wife just by watching you. And when you have conflicts, how you manage those conflicts, as in how do you make up? Can you say, I, f I forgive you? Can you ask for forgiveness? Um, or is it constant tension in the house and the kids are always constantly kind of wondering? Are the kids wondering if, are they going to get a divorce? Because my friends are and will you fight? So, Or is there this peace? That's that energy and culture from birth to five and six to ten. Are your kids growing up in a home where they know they're safe and they can ask hard questions? How do they ask hard questions? When we ask hard questions. That's part of that mentoring of them and raising them up. It's discipleship. That we actually go to them and go, let me ask you about this. Have you been struggling with porn? What's your experience with masturbation yet? And teaching them an ethic and talking through that, which I have all outlined in, in my book. Um, this is critical as a parent and it's critical for our children. The world, school, society, media, they're all telling your kids their own message. So you need to be intentional at, at, at telling them one from Scripture. But it means it starts with us and learning it. So, again, I'd grab some of these resources. Gary Thomas has a great book, lots of great books. But Sacred Marriage is a great one to start with, with thinking holistically about marriage. has sections on sexuality as well. And there's so many others. So bless you, your family, and may you build this, a marriage that actually knows how to attack this and, and change your story even after 14 years, and that you can be prouder than ever of what God's done in your life. Not what you've done, so careful with that, what God's done in your life, the transformations he's done in your life, and the kind of person he's turning you into because he wants you to be more like him. So you may you have a healthy, strong marriage, and may you invest in those kids and see just dividends as they become the men and women that God wants them to be and that they launch and grow into um, incredible uh, change agents for the world and for the gospel and for Christ. So bless you and your family and your marriage. Thank you for tuning in to the Family Features Podcast. It has been an honor to serve. 
find out more about Dr. Gilbert and his resources for you and your family's growth and success at HealingLives.com. And if you think you could use some support along the way, be sure to book that call at BookDrG.com. And one more thing, if you found this helpful, please share this podcast with others so that we can change the world together.